All right, welcome back to another episode of Shadows in the Cave. My name is Elos, and I was actually gonna take the the week off for this, and I was gonna come back next week. But I wanted to offer a few thoughts. This is gonna be a, a shorter episode than usual. And first of all, I wanted to thank everybody that's listened so far and given me some positive feedback. I really do appreciate that. Um, I've had some very good feedback as far as the last four episodes and i do encourage everybody to listen to those four episodes uh we are on itunes so you can subscribe and they'll, they'll uh, be uploaded to your digital device automatically go to itunes type in shadows in the cave and you could find us right there uh we got some good episodes so far and this was kind of like a little bit of a soft launching pad for me so i'm very happy that people responded to it in a positive way and i've had um I guess you could say, for a lack of a better term, a lot of fun recording these. Uh, they're very cathartic for me, as I'm sure they are for a lot of people listening. Uh, especially the COVID episode that we had last week that got some good reviews. And we've done episodes on depression and anxiety and um, Christmas blues. I think Christmas blues was last week. The COVID episode was the week before. But they all have an overlining theme, both the Christmas episode and the COVID episode. Uh, and that's um, dealing with these adjustments that were put upon us, you know, whether it be for the holiday season or because of COVID. We've all experienced um, some a very, very odd year, right? So, you know, before we get going anywhere else, this is this is the last show of the year for me. Um, I'm dropping the, the last week of December. And with that, I say... Fuck 2020. Good riddance. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Never want to see you again. And we're done ski. Um, you know, a lot of times with past experiences, I could say it was a good time for the short time, but not this year. This year was long as fuck, and there was a lot of time spent in my apartment uh, looking at my cat. So um, there was some good stuff that happened in my life. I mean, career-wise, I'm at the best I've ever been. You know, financially, it was very good. Um, but that's not what life's all about. Life's about experiences. Life's about being with your family, being with your friends. You know, the the cheddar cheese is fine. It allows me to do other things like travel. But what's the point of having that if I couldn't travel this year? So anyways, that's besides the point. So I wanted to come on here. And first of all, uh, you know, New Year's Day by U2 is one of my favorite songs. And I've, I've heard that song played many, many times. I've done New Year's in clubs. I've done New Year's at house parties. I've done New Year's all over the place. And I remember that song has been played constantly. And it's always a good time. This year, um, I will not be with my friends for New Year's, which hurts me. I will not be at a club or traveling or any of that. And I don't think I'm going to be listening to that song in a positive way. So I decided to put it on here because I've had good memories. But with that said, I do want to wish my friends, my family, um, anybody that I've come in contact with this year or any year, um, a happy new year, a safe new year with everything that's going on. And let's just hope that next year uh, turns out a little better than this year in, in, in a lot of aspects of our lives not just with the whole covid adjustment 
I mean, this year there was stuff after stuff after stuff. Um, and you know, I think we showed as as we showed a lot of resilience, and that's really what I wanted to talk to right now, uh, really quick on this show, was the resilience that we showed dealing with this stuff because you know we live in a culture that promotes activity we need we live in a culture makes us feel guilty for resting or makes us feel lazy or believing that this being having an active lifestyle equals happiness you know you 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 seen like uh, placing productivity before our our self-care our health and so this year, because we were forced to adjust, everybody was forced to adjust as a culture, as a society. There's a lot of people that are having some, uh, you know, second guessing themselves. You know, there's a lot of people, especially people that, that in general tend to be very anxious or in general tend to suffer from like uh, bouts of depression. Um, you see, you see a lot of that. You see that critic that lives inside their head kind of telling them. That they weren't doing enough this year, that they weren't being creative enough, you know, that they weren't uh, that they weren't making enough money for their family, you know, and these adjustments that force us to, for lack of a better term, sit down, created a lot of internal conflict in a lot of people because of the way that as a Western culture we were brought up in that inactivity re- correlates with laziness, right, and that that couldn't be further from the truth because self-care is incredibly important. And I've talked about it in the past. I mean, if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to burn out. And if you're burnt out, you're going to be useless to everybody around you that loves you. Because at that point, you have stressors that get triggered. You have anxiety that gets triggered from that. You have, you, you have illnesses that come out of that. So there's a lot of issues that come about from a lack of self-care. Now, with that said, I'm not telling people to sit on their ass and be unmotivated. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a situation that forces us to adjust and maybe not have the perceived activity or the perceived accomplishments that we could have had had we had a fully functional year. And we'll never know that. But bottom line is that a lot of us get stuck in that pattern of shame and guilt for, for not being able to accomplish what we could have accomplished this year. And the first thing I want to do is normalize that feeling. The first thing I want to do is let everybody know that they're not alone in feeling like that. I mean, I think, when, I think people that are extremely driven had a hard time this year because they were grounded. There's a lot of things they couldn't do. So I think it's okay to feel like there wasn't enough accomplished. But we also got to understand that our energy was put in other things. Our, our energy was put in the resilience that we went through as far as fighting the stress of things like the political race or like COVID-19 or the, 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 the street uh, protest, uh, you know, the, the, the George Floyd deal and everything that went around with that. So all these things weighed a lot on us heavily. And our mind was processing all that information, and that takes energy. And so even though um, I, I know I've talked to a lot of people who are like, well, I, I couldn't do much this year. I was in my house a lot, but I never felt rested. I never felt 
like the sense of like not having to go to work even though I wasn't working. And that's because we were still cognitively occupied. We were still working through issues that this world brought upon us from this fucked up year that was 2020. So this idea that we weren't as well accomplished for some of the most positive things that we wanted or some of the things that would quote unquote give us kudos to the outside world like job performance or accomplishments or goals, nobody should feel guilty about that because you were still busy trying to survive. You were still busy working, using your resilience to push forward. And, and, and some of us were very lucky in that sense. A lot of us lost people that we loved because of COVID and other issues throughout the year. But COVID was, was a big, uh, the big story. And so a lot of our lives will never be the same after this year. For a lot of us, we lost our jobs this year. For a lot of us, we had uh, chaotic home situations that came about because of COVID this year. So there's lingering effects that are coming forward and taking us into next year. And hopefully the healing process and the support system and the emotional resilience will be there for the people that are going through that. But for the people that were blessed and lucky enough that they didn't have that, but still feel shitty because they feel like the year was wasted, well, it wasn't wasted. Because like I said earlier, all of us as a culture, as a society, are processing all this year. And as a society, we tend to have empathetic hearts. So even though we're, we, we see these people from the peripheral that have family members that passed away, we, we're constantly bombarded with the COVID-19 news. We're constantly bombarded with the with the with the uh, how divisive we are as a country politically. You would literally have to have ice running through your veins for none of that to weigh on you. Even even as you like I said earlier, even if it's if it's background noise, which for the most of you is not. But let's let's just go ahead. All things being equal, this is background noise for most of you. It's still registering in your subconscious is still something that's in the back of your mind because we all had as the year went on we all had people COVID-19 got closer and closer to us even if we personally didn't have anybody that passed away from it or even got sick from it from our own immediate family as the year went on and the cases went uh, higher and higher we still had the, the, the disease started getting closer to us and it started getting more personal. Pretty soon we started realizing that a friend of a friend got it or maybe a friend got it or maybe even a family, a distant family member got it, right? So eventually it started hitting us at a personal level. And even if it was distant, it became more than something we saw in the news. So all these things are weighing on us and... It's not fair for you to judge yourself like if this was a regular year and nothing was accomplished. It's, it's just not fair to you, and it's not even logical in a lot of ways. So I think we need to give ourselves a break and just be understand that just existing is enough. Just being able to empathize with what's going on in the world is enough for us this year. Because... One of the things that we have to come to terms with as human beings is that we're in a constant 
state of progression. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly becoming aware not only of ourselves but of other people. And that in itself is a victory. The inner critic in your in yourself will, will try to rob you of your accomplishments, will try to rob you of your humanity as far as what you felt all year and just tell you you just sat on your couch for this entire time and you didn't do shit. That's what your inner critic is going to try to tell you. Rather than understanding that there was internal growth, there was internal understanding, and there was this resilience and this fight for you to move forward in spite of the world that we were in in 2020. In spite of the fact that you might not have, quote-unquote, much to show for this year visually, which is a lot of the times how we're judged as a society, right? And it's completely unfair, but that's the conversation for another time. Just existing was hard enough this year. Just being alive was hard enough this year. Constantly being bombarded with information that was filtered through emotions that were already being stirred up within us. That was difficult. So if you were able to get through that and see January 1st, 2021, then I want to congratulate you because you have evolved past the person that you were a year ago, January 1st, 2020. And together, all of us have been through so much together. And the, the, the resilience that was built during that time is something I'm not going to forget. You see what I'm saying? So I think, you know, it's like that. It's like Dylan Thomas says in that in that old in that old uh, poem. You know, do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And that's the, that's what I decide to do. Because, like Albert Camus says, we have to we have to be rebels against the atrocities of life. Right? That, that that's the existential way. That that that's what. That's what I've always believed in because sometimes it's very difficult to find meaning in life. So therefore, I create my own meaning. And if I was lucky enough to be born into a world where we have so much blessings, we have so many cool things that I've experienced. I've driven all across this country. I've traveled the world. I've seen sunsets from all over this entire planet. And every time I'm fucking moved, Right. I've experienced so many great moments with my friends and every single time I sit there and I think of how lucky I am because of all space and time. Here I am with them at this very moment. So if life, if I'm in, if I came into this life and I was given those gifts and life's going to tell me, well, there's a price for that. And that's the fact that sometimes you're going to go through shitty situations extremely shitty situations well my response to life is you know what i'm a rebel i'm a rebel by heart i'm gonna rebel against you trying to bring me down because this is my life and i'm gonna push forward and i'm gonna make meaning out of by myself for this situation that you're trying to put me in so there's no reason for us not to continue fighting there's no reason for us not to rage against the dying of the light because we have the option, the power of reaction towards the situation. And that's something nobody could ever take away from you. Because one of the things that this year forced upon us was feeling, 
And feeling is good. Feeling allows you to process. A lot of the times we tend to numb ourselves because we're so scared of, of, of feeling anything. A lot of times we tend to uh, numb ourselves with activities, with addictions, with, be, with negative behaviors, you know. And all that does is just put us in, 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 in a constant state of being numb and not being aware of where our feelings are going or process those feelings. This time, and the reason why we're more resilient, because life doesn't get easier. We, we get, we, all we do is we get stronger and more resilient. Well, this time, we're, for, we're forced to fortify our armor, our internal armor, by processing everything that's going on around us, by being rattled in our own cages and being told, this is life, and it's going to challenge you. And if you don't adapt, you're going to die emotionally and possibly even physically. So we were forced to become stronger. And the endurance that we showed is something to be proud of as we close the year. Right, because this is something that, as a society, we hadn't deal, we hadn't had to deal with in a very, very long time. Certainly not in our lifetimes. So when people were able to accept their new reality, even if it wasn't that good than the one they had before, we were able to fight it through resilience. We, we were able to accept and try to put, to put together something that's positive, that's good. Because you have two options here. Either you don't adapt or you adapt. You don't adapt, you're going to be miserable, you're going to wither away and die. And here we are, strength, showing resilience, and looking forward to the next year. And it's like I said during the COVID episode. When the world goes back to normal... Everything's going to feel all that better. You know, being in a room full with our friends is going to feel all that better. Being in a group full uh, full with our families is going to feel all that better. Going to a concert is going to feel all that better. Going to a sporting event is going to feel all that better. Going to church is going to feel all that better. Because it was taken away from us. But we had the resilience to move forward. And here we are experiencing this again. Right. With a, with a higher level of appreciation, which I think is the silver lining in all this. So I say, don't pity yourself. Be it's like it's like Henry Ward Beecher says, be a hard master to yourself and be lenient to everyone else. Right. Understand that life. Is gonna bring you challenges. There's nothing I could do about that. There's nothing you could do about that. There's there's no there's no positive uh, situation where life ain't gonna try to fuck all of us over. That's a that's a given. So we have to practice gratitude. We have to practice the idea of being thankful for being here and 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 valuing what we have rather than what we don't have or what we've lost, right? Because sometimes we get so stuck with what we don't have that we don't move forward. And there's a lot there's a lot of ways to get past that, which is not for this show. But I just say in a very simplistic way here, 
that we have to constantly move forward and sometimes constantly move forward means adapting to a new situation and that's that that's that's life and 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 the more successful people the more positive people the more the people that see it through the other side always have this ability through resilience through strength through uh they always have this ability to adapt and i think that's where we should be and i think a lot of us did have that because when we go to battle with ourselves with our own cognition and and our own interpretations of the world we just had it's going to wear on us and we might feel like we're beaten down and we have nothing to show for the year but if you're listening to this and you're alive and you have a heartbeat it's like i always say a heartbeat and tomorrow there's always a reason to move forward then you 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 show resilience and that's something to be proud of your essence is still here with you in physical form that's something to be proud of and move forward so that was the accomplishment for your year your ability to be flexible your ability to adapt your ability to have an understanding of what was going on around you your ability to survive all this that's the accomplishment you had for the year your understanding of uh, the the situations that the entire world faces here and whatever empathy you had towards that that's an accomplishment whatever coping skills you developed for your own life and i know a lot of people have different ones and i know we're on different situations like i said in the covid episode some people have their families with them some people live by themselves um you know there was all kinds of situations but you know what we all came with our own coping systems whether it was to stay in touch with people online whether it was to go for drives socially distance yourself and go for walks i mean there was all kinds of um coping skills that people develop you know and that in itself is an accomplishment whether it was goal setting which is one of the things that i did for myself next year you know this year I used it to slow down because life forced me to slow down. Just like it forced you to slow down. I used that to slow down, take a step back and say, okay, well, this year's done. But this is a perfect time to write down my goals and write down what I need to work on to be successful next year. What, are, what do I want to accomplish? Where do I want to be next year? There's a lot of people that did that as a coping skill and that's all they did. Maybe you just thought about it for a year. That's fine. Because you're you're thinking about your future in a positive way. So that's that that that's something that was uh uh something that you accomplished for the year. You know, you have people with families who were there for their kids, you know, who were an emotional social uh, support for their kids in their trying times because this covid was horrible for adolescents and little ones who have so much energy and who are identified with their social circle along with their families they had a hard time with this so you had a lot of parents being there for them you know so that's an accomplishment just being there for your kids is an accomplishment so there's this idea that maybe there's something that you don't show for it but guess what emotionally for a lot of people 
they haven't been more woke emotionally probably in their entire lives. I know a lot of people that establish better connections with their families and friends. I know that with me, like a lot of my friends, like I connected with them through phone calls, through texting, you know, way more this year than I had ever had. So in a way we got closer, which is weird, but it's just the way it is. It just, it just, we just took it for granted. That's all. And here we are. So to me, that was an accomplishment this year. I know a lot of people put focus on their, on their bodies this year. They went, they were, they were, it, it was easier for them to eat healthier because they were not on that daily rat race going to work and coming home. So there's a lot of different things that people did as coping skills, but they don't see it as that. So they'll sit there at the end of the year and say, I didn't do shit. Well, I'm here to tell you, you did a lot. Everything that I just mentioned, I'm sure it fits somebody or anyone, but there's a lot of things that people did that are not visible, but were reflections of growth. And let me just say this before I move on. Sometimes with chaos comes change, right? Sometimes when the, the entire structure is shaken to its core, we come up, we come out of that with new perspectives, with new outlooks, with new insights, and it leads to a positive change in our lives. Sometimes we got to be a little rattled to get us out of our status quo, to get us out of our comfort zone. And, you know, with chaos comes opportunity, right? Is the old saying, because it's like things got so out of whack in your life that you were forced to adapt. You were forced to create new narratives in your life. And for a lot of people, even though they might not see it now, a year, two years down the road, they're going to be like, had it not been for COVID and the adjustments, this would have never happened in my life. This positive situation would have never happened in my life. And it's going to be weird to think about it like that, but that's going to be the reality for a lot of people. So look forward to that, to those opportunities. Start preparing for those opportunities because for a lot of us, they're going to come and we should be ready for them. Because struggle builds character and persistence and resilience, they only come from having been given the chance to work through difficult problems. You know, we can't coast through life and grow any. It doesn't really work like that. We have to be thrown out there and thrown into the shallow end of the pool, feet first, head first even. And that's when we have to adapt or die. And a lot of us, most of us do adapt. We've been adapting since we first uh, were hunter-gatherers way back in the day, you know, that we've been adapting for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and this is no different here. It's just another challenge, another obstacle, and for some of you out there, you guys have done an incredible job of going through this, getting through this with those strengths that were developed, with those strengths that, that you probably always had and were had a use at this moment. So the resilience was incredible. And that's really what I wanted to do for this mini episode here. Just remind people that we are resilient. We're stronger than we think. And when we get pushed to the brink, that's when those strengths come out. And a lot of us need a little push. A lot of us need that social support. Hell, most of us need it. And a lot of us feel worn down because we've been in battle. But yet we, here we are standing. We ain't broken. We bent to about as much as you could bend. The opposite way of how we should bend, right? But here we are. 
And that's really what I wanted to remind people. So I'm going to make this a shorty. And I wanted to, I wanted to thank everybody for, for listening. I wanted to uh, once again wish everybody a happy new year. Once again, uh, remind everybody to um, listen on iTunes, Shadows in the Cave. Um, we're on pretty much on all the platforms now, Google Play, um, Spotify. We're, we're everywhere. Um, you could find me at Dead Boy Lost in LA if you have any questions. I'm on Facebook under Pedro Nunez. I'm still considering Twitter because I don't want to go into that cesspool of Twitter, but if I have to, I will. Um, so that's that. And that is pretty much it. You know, I just want to remind people the human experience is beautiful. The hu- but it's it's an experience and it's a, and it's it's a spectrum of emotions and that's what makes us human beings and just keep in mind that the down times and the up times are two sides of the same coin and and the appreciation of the good moments of the human experience are solidified by the bad moments so part of that is resilience and we and when we learn to become resilient we learn how to embrace the beautiful broad spectrum of the human experience